Because that is way less embarrassing than trying to explain the truth to her. Can you imagine that conversation? Like, no, mom, it's fine. I'm not jerking off. No, I'm just working out trying to become the world's sexiest lady. I'm totally fine. Don't worry about it. So then I was like, no, I was out of shape. I'm trying to get in shape, Mom. I'm working out. I was working out to this tape. And she goes, oh, you just want to work out. Okay, well, we can take care of that. My mom called my bluff, and she handed me a new tape to work out to. And I swear to God, this is the name of the tape. It was Regis Philbin, My Personal Workout. That's a real tape that existed. Like, somebody goes, we should give Regis Philbin's workout to the people. They'll want that. No. Nobody wanted Regis Philbin's body. (laughs) Especially not Regis Philbin. Why is he even putting a tape out? I don't understand. Like, if he made a tape now, I would buy that. Because that guy is still alive. He knows some shit. But otherwise, it was not an era for that. I'm trying to get in shape, though. I'm trying to date more. I didn't date for a while because I was going through like the transition process. I'm still in it, but I'm like confident again. It's tough though because I am I am a lesbian, and that surprises a lot of people. Uh, they don't know we come in that flavor, and uh, <laughs> but it's just crazy. People don't know like that like gender and sexuality are two different things, and they can overlap. And unfortunately, a Venn diagram is not a great setup for a comedy bit. <laughs> or OK Cupid profile, as it turns out. And so, like, it'd be easier for me to date right now if instead of being a trans lesbian, if I just was Frankenstein's monster, right? Like, that would be... <laughs> it'd be... I, well, I, I may be going somewhere with it. I appreciate you shooting me down, but, like, a lot of what we do in comedy is called setup. And then I'm going to go to a punchline. But I do appreciate it. Thank you. I know I... I well, we can talk later. Anyway, um... <laughs> Ah, I called your bluff. Regis Philbin, what's up? Um, so anyway, so uh, first date as, tra- as, as Frankenstein's monster, then you're at dinner and, and you're getting drinks and you're like, listen, before we order drinks, I should just let you know that technically I am seven corpses sewn together. <laughs> but it's totally cool. I'm totally alive. My dad told me and he's a doctor. <laughs> Okay, well, he didn't so much tell me as he screamed at the heavens when I was born, but uh, I got the gist of it. Here's how lonely I am. I realized recently that the human body pillow is the single saddest invention that we all also sort of get, right? Like, I've definitely been at the store. I'm like, wait, so it's a pillow. You guys know what I'm talking about? The pillow, it's like two pillows. Okay. And like, I've been at the store. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because that's me. I've been at the store like, like, it's a human-sized pillow. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I have a coupon from Bed Bath & Beyond. Let's just make this happen. No one knows me here. You realize somebody pitched that one time, right? Like, that was a meeting at a store, like, like, at, like an R&R meeting or R&D meeting. Someone was like, hey, guys, I got a great idea for a pillow. Uh, what, if, what if we made a pillow that was, like, the same size as having another person in your bed that you could, like, cuddle with? It's like a room full of people like, Dave, are you doing okay? (laughs) No, it's a great idea. We're definitely going to sell it. Let's talk about you for a second, buddy. You know, we have counseling. She's not coming back. (laughs) 
that sad moment is the last bit I was going to do. So there you go. I'm just going to be reassured by this nice lady in the audience at some point. That'll be fine. Are you guys ready to have an awesome show? We have a great show for you guys tonight. I am so excited for how many badass kick-ass comics we have on the show. Uh, your first comic coming out is a really good friend of mine, really funny dude. I love him. You guys love him too. You guys, Rory Scovo, come on! So uh, thanks for doing the show, Rory. Yeah. That was a great set. I mean, really, <laughs> you know, it's a shame that people can't hear it because it was really the best set I've ever I heard you do. That's the first time I've been booed like that. I, mean, I know. The crowd was aggressive. Well, I, I thought it was great. Nobody else did, and they definitely didn't get it. Yeah. But I thought it was a good way to start off the show. That's so, for us. So, yeah. uh, what are you up to these days? What are you? Uh, um, those who can't on True TV just finished uh, airing, and so uh, we start shooting season two in June uh, through most of the summer, and then uh, I release my special this year and it's now available on my website. Awesome. What's the website so they can go find it? RoryScoville.com Perfect. Yeah. So what's, the name been, of, what's the name of the special? Uh, the Charleston special. Alright. Um, but yeah, other than I don't know, the usual. Going, bounce around, doing spots, trying to make it happen. This puzzle that is <laughs> this job that we've chosen. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. Thanks for talking, man. Cool, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Keep it going for Rory Scovel, guys. Give it up for him, or he'll kill us all. You guys, I want to keep the show moving right along. You guys, your next comic was a top five finalist on Last Comic Standing. You guys, give it up for Andy Erickson. Come on. but I don't know which one to do first. Okay. Okay. So, um, I kind of hope... Okay, first of all, I'm not very political. Okay, I kind of hope... I kind of hope the next president of the United States is Mexican. Right? Yeah! Right? Because, um... Uh, then we can call the White House Casablanca! <laughs> right? Yeah. You guys thought I was going to be racist. <laughs> yeah. That guy is, though. <laughs> Just kidding. I like Mexicans, too. Um, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> what? I didn't mean to say that. Um, but, no, you can tell a lot about someone based on what their favorite class is. You know, like I was talking to, to this little girl the other day, and I was like, hey, what's your favorite class? And she said, upper middle class. <laughs> I was like, homeschooled. <laughs> oh, man. But my favorite class in high school was geography, because I got to write a report on whatever I wanted. So I wrote a report called, if Hungary could attack any country, it would attack Turkey. <laughs> and then it would attack Viet. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of weird. Um, is, is anyone else here weird? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's such good news. Um, when did you find out you were weird? Very young. Heck yeah, I knew it too. Um, when I found out I was going to be weird, probably in third grade, uh, when my mom signed my sister up for beauty pageants and didn't even ask me. Uh, <laughs> and I know. Instead, she signed me up for karate lessons. <laughs> she was like, you're going to need to know how to defend yourself. <laughs> 
yeah, she was right. <laughs> but I don't know. I really like penguins. Uh, do you guys like penguins? Yes. Oh, the weird kids all over it. Uh, what is what? What's your favorite penguin? That's not part of my set. Okay, so uh, I love penguins, and that's why I'm pissed off at Santa Claus, right? Because. The penguins are hanging out with Santa all year round, and it's a penguin's dream to fly. It's like, I want to fly, I want to fly. And Santa has the magical ability to make animals fly to guide his sleigh. Right, and he completely ignores the penguins. They're like, we want to fly, we want to fly. And he's like, you'll never fly. You know? And instead, he's just importing reindeer from Canada. Right? Now, I don't know if you know this, but Canada is like the North Pole's Mexico. (laughs) So the penguins are like, they're stealing our jobs! (laughs) You know, know, and they're up in arms and they can't show it. (laughs) Right? So I told that joke a couple weeks ago, and a guy came up to me after the show and was like, oh, just so you know, uh, penguins don't live in the North Pole. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, either to Santa. <laughs> so, so chill out, chill. Um, so um, I was on Last Comic Standing, which is pretty cool. Did anyone watch it? Most people haven't. Oh, yeah? One person! Oh, cool. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, me too. Okay, but here's a secret. Do you guys want to hear a secret from the show? Okay, so I made it to the finals. Woo, not a secret. Um, But on the second round of the show, I completely forgot my jokes. Right? Like the edited to make, yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I thought I did good, too. Um, They edited it all out. I know, but not all of it. So I told my first joke, fine. Second joke, fucking blanked. Completely blanked. Ah, this is literally, I went, ah, ah, ah. I was like, my career's over. You know, ah. But I, I pulled into my improv skills, and this is how I got out of it. I went, ah, ah, ah. I'm a cat! (laughs) (laughs) Meow, 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 meow. Right, and the crowd was like, oh, good. She didn't forget her jokes. (laughs) Thank goodness, she's just just all part of it. She's so weird. Oh, my God. Um, But do you remember that? I know! That's all people remember is that I was a cat on TV for 30 seconds, right? Because they left that in, um, which is fine. I get it. I'm weird. But um, now people come up to me on the street, and they'll be like, or at like an airport. Usually, I can recognize them most at Targets. Um, (laughs) uh, A woman came up to me, and she was like, oh, my God. She's like, the cat lady. And I was like, What? What? And she's like, you're the cat lady from that TV show. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm a cat lady. Right? Because, like, every decision in my life has been to not become the cat lady. Right? That's all I don't want to be. I just I want to maybe buy a hamster instead. Uh, a couple hamsters. I'll be the hamster lady. No. Uh, you know, I'll shave my legs. I'll go to, go to college. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. But now I'm the cat lady, which is pretty cool. But um, 
end of joke. And then, um, <laughs> thank you. I know, I still have to figure that one out. But um, here's an, okay, so I taped Last Comic Standing. It was, it was super fun, right? I was in the final five. Amazing. Uh, but I couldn't tell anybody about it for like three months. Right, you had to keep it a secret. So after I got done filming that show, I went over to the comedy store to do an open mic. Has anyone heard of the comedy store open mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's wonderful. Um, so I walk in and I, I sign up. They, they put me on. I do the open mic, and it you know it doesn't go that good. It went. I mean, you know, you got people. Uh, no, in the. Um, so I finished my set, right? And I finished my set. And the MC was like, hey, yeah, that was pretty good. He's like, then he goes, um, was this your first time? And I was like, I just recorded it. I'm on a television show. Right? I'm in the top five on a television show. And I couldn't even tell him. I couldn't even tell him. So here's what I said instead. So he said, hey, was, was that your first time? I just said, uh, I'm going to make it. <laughs> Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back in there and be like, "Hey, remember me?" You know, and they're gonna be like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "I was on TV. Cool. Can I do your open mic?" Oh no, okay. Um, but no. <laughs> so that's my life. Um, I'll leave you guys. Thank you guys. You guys are like my favorite crowd in the whole world. Um, I love this show so much. Hey, podcast people, follow me on Twitter at Andy Erickson. Okay, also, I bought this bracelet and it has at Andy Erickson written on it. <laughs> I know! I'm a genius. Um, okay, I'll leave you with this. When I was younger, um, I grew up in a theme park, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the theme of the park was trailer. <laughs> so, so, Alright guys, have a great rest of your night. My name is Andy. Keep it going for Andy, guys. Give it up for her. It's awesome. I feel like the humidity in this room is just at the right level that as I come out more and more, you're going to see my hair get like more and more frizzy as we go on. I'm not used to having long hair yet. I've been growing it out. Um, I never had long hair before. And I don't like to wear wigs because they get too hot. It's L.A. And there's a whole thing that I have about like I want to transition naturally so you can see that I'm a human the whole time. I'll write a blog. Anyway, um, <laughs> so... I just grow my hair out normal. And my, my friend's like, maybe you should try wearing a wig because they go, if your hair's longer, maybe people will see you and they'll see your identity faster and they'll respect you more. And I'm always like, oh, is that the thing? <laughs> is that the one move I'm not doing that's going to bring it all together? <laughs> Telling me two more inches right here, I'm on the cover of Vanity Fair? All right, cool. We'll make that work out at some point. That'll be <laughs> delightful. All right, you guys, I'm going to bring up your next comic. Very funny guy. He told me to say whatever I wanted to about him. I didn't know what else to say, but he's my favorite comic named after a dead civilization. You guys give it up for Roman F. Come on. Hi. How's it going, guys? Listen, I have really good news. Um, I finally chose my plastic surgery face. Do you want to see it? They showed me how to simulate it until I can afford it. I like it. It's, this is my regular face. And this is it after the surgery. It's really subtle, ready? Is it better? Um, you guys are great. You look really great. You're in your finest outfits. You're in one of the top neighborhoods in America. You are. I'm serious. Very open. My I was just walking on my way here, and I heard this woman on her phone, and she was like, I've been with you for nine months. Nine months! And now, 
you're a nudist? I can't, like, I can't figure out what that could have possibly been. Um, no, it's true. I mean, it really, it's very open-minded here. Like, it made me, it, I started thinking about certain things that we all take for granted, like social norms, like things we all even do here, like clapping. Like, do you think it's weird when you like something that you clap? It's weird. You're so conditioned, you don't even think about it, but it could be anything, right? Like, when you like something, it could be like... It's smooth, it's hands-free. Like, I'm holding a beer, like... You could be holding your boyfriend or your girlfriend. <laughs> Did add a sound? <laughs> Can we just try it really quick right now? Pretend I'm done with my show on three. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Guys, what are you doing? It's my favorite shutdown, by the way. What are you doing? If you see something that makes you mad, like a DJ at the club, like twisting a million knobs, like they're not doing anything at all. I know the song. I like to walk right up there, like. Speaking of what are you doing, I got stoned at work today for the first time. I started a new job. Have you ever like forgot how to walk? If you like overanalyze anything, it becomes really hard. Even standing, like how do you? And I walked into this room and everyone looked at me and I had to walk and I was like, go, just do it, you got this. Like, you know, I'm like. So much awkwardness lately. Even with technology, I, I'm single. I've started, I, de- I work in an ad agency and we had to use the Sheryl Crow commercial, like music. And I, de- I de- installed Spotify on my phone via Facebook. And all week it's been posting to all my friends Roman Frayden, listen to Sheryl Crow if it makes you happy. 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 Sheryl Crow. It's not cool. Totally explains why I've seen people on the street and they've been like, How are you? Is anything okay? I tried to use technology for dating, and I've only been going out with HIV-positive people. It turns out, I know, because if you're HIV-positive, you put a plus in parentheses. It's like, I'm into hairy guys, Netflix, surfing, plus. I thought it meant, like, and more. So I was like, and more? And I kept going these dates, and then I finally figured out what it was. I had to go get an HIV test. Has anyone here done that? You have to go to a used clothing store <laughs> on Sunset. You're like walking up this hallway and it's like carpeted and you didn't even know it existed. It's so weird and you're like, it's actually exactly like going to suck a dick. I think they do it on purpose. They're like, remember this? And the woman's all Roman. You're fine. (laughs) Great. I don't think I'm at risk for HIV. Like, I don't really like anal sex. Does anyone here get into anal sex? (laughs) Who does it? I just can't get past, like, the the shit thing, you know? (laughs) 
They say they like clean it out with a tube or whatever. I just don't think it, if it was like salt crystals that dissolved in water, it'd be one thing. But if you like spritz some water into a jar of peanut butter, like, is that clean? Is it? You like try to use the internet. Can I just show you something? You think it's hard, like dating as a straight person? Can I show you what I found yesterday? It's called Jerk Off on the Rails. It's a photo of a train set. And this is what it says It says, Looking for age 25 to 65 dude to come over and jerk off in my model train room. <laughs> Mutual touching and stuff is okay, but nothing more than that. I am not gay. It's all to scale. After you finish, you can stomp around and kick the trains and buildings like a monster. But please don't break anything. They belong to my son. I'm not kidding. And then, oh. um, We can do this all morning until we get tired. Also, I have a lot of imitation crab meat in my freezer that I need to get rid of. So you can have all of it when you leave. It's perfectly good. We just have too much. I did give a hand job on an airplane, though, to a stranger from New York to Los Angeles last week. And not a single word was exchanged. I don't even know how it happened. I know. And it turned out to be a homosexual. Like, I would have never done that if I knew. I thought it was, like, a hot, straight guy in a hoodie. And, like, after it finished, I looked over, and he was, like, a full homie. He was, like... Did you ever notice that? A lot of us gays, I don't think I have it, but there's like a certain set of facial features that a lot of gay guys have. There's like a... (laughs) I couldn't figure out like how... Why would a preference for anything like reshape the bones of your face? Like I couldn't figure it out. So I went to Berkeley and I assembled a team of researchers and like (laughs) night after night we were studying and studying and working and just like like, trying to figure it out. This one night I looked down and one of my assistants was... He was blowing me, and, and he was looking up, and it was like, ah, ah, and I realized that was the face. Like, it's not evolution. It's just from sucking a lot and looking up. And I'm like, well, what about the voice? Like, why would, why would preferring dicks to pussies, like, make you say your S's differently? I couldn't figure it out. But then I realized, like, when you're looking down, the S is really masculine. It's like, Sss. But as you go up, it shifts. It's like, it's like an esophageal sphincter. There is. I'm serious. Like, like sperm, 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 sperm. Starbucks. Starbucks! Right there. I have like 40 seconds left. I'm not into anal sex. So I, for me, I don't know why I'm talking about this. There's people here for my work. There really are. I just like watching the cum shoot out. Like, that's where it's at for me. It's the same thing over and over again. I'll be like doing something totally normal, like calculus in my house. And like, the urge just hits me out of nowhere. I'm like, I need to get the cum on me right now. It's sick. I need someone's like genetic slime to land on my body right now. So you get on the internet because that's where you get cum. And, like, you wouldn't even believe me, like, if I told you, but, like, the last time I went, I went to this person's house, you had to walk through his room. 
His roommate was there. She talked like she was swallowing a huge cock at the end of every sentence. She's like, it's really nice to meet you. My name is Eliza. <laughs> like, hey, Eliza. She's like, you have to be really careful. There's a lot of people in this building that are on drugs. <laughs> Anyway, eventually I got the cum, it landed all over my body, I got exactly what I wanted in that moment. It was like, I need to get this poison off of me right now. <laughs> we had seven minutes together and that's what I chose to talk about. <laughs> you guys, I'm Roman F. What? You're an amazing crowd, have a good night. Keep it going for Roman F, everybody. Give it up for him. It's right backstage. It's awkward if you don't. You guys keeping this show going right along? Your next comic was on Comedy Central. You guys give it up for Will Weldon. Come on! Will Weldon, thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I've been very stressed out on stage lately. Why have you been stressed? It's a very anxious time in my life. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, it's yeah, it's weird. Like when you go up and like you just you start off in like in a weird. Let's just, I'm not saying you're set to do this, but just what you just oh, said. Oh no! I, when you start off in like a weird funk, and you're like, oh man, I gotta take myself out of this. Like yeah, I'm. Uh, it's I'm. It's like uh, I'm just walking out and being like, you know, it's just like ease yourself. You you'll like, you'll trick yourself into wanting to be here. Yeah. <laughs> At some point during this, we're glad you trick yourself into wanting to be. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I have a thing where like. It, it's not when it's. I hate when it's not on the crowd at all. When it's totally on me, and I'm like, I just like I got tongue tied one like three jokes ago, oh, yeah. and now it's all it's in my head, you know. Yeah, and then you are like, oh, I'll just do the thing where I make a comment about it. Yeah, uh, and, and the crowd's like, we didn't that notice the attention. Yeah, and then the crowd is like, what's she talking about? Now I feel weird. Yeah, and you're like, like no, oh, we dumb for not seeing it. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then the thing is, sometimes none of that's happening in their head, but you've already written that script yeah. now. Like, oh God, now they all don't know. Yeah. Ugh. Where you get that like one person who makes a comment that nobody else heard yeah. and then you like stop and you like lash out at them yeah. and they're like, oh. <laughs> that, none of this happened at this show, by the way. <laughs> so we just make that well, no, I literally did give somebody a hard time for saying uh, that that's good. Oh, that's true. I had I had, the, <laughs> I had the lady on my side, which I think the crowd could hear on the, on the podcast, but I had the girl who was like, that's not true. And I was like yeah. being like down on myself about my <laughs> lack of ability to date. And I wanted like a little I can show you my dating profile, and you can tell me <laughs> how many emails I've gotten in the last six months, four years. Yeah. Um, but cool. Well, what's going on with you? Uh, what do you want to tell the audience? Check you out at? And uh, uh, I have a podcast called Angry Little Goats that I do with Eliza Skinner, and uh, that's probably it. All right. <laughs> and they can find that on iTunes and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Oh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, the even bigger loser Pod, podcast apps. Yeah. yeah, Podbean, Podbay, all the ones yeah. that crash as soon as you open them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Angry Little things. Goats. Angry Little Goats. Sounds good. Yeah. It's a news, a weekly, current events podcast. <laughs> so, so now we're two of those things up in the air because you seem like you want to I said news, but current events is okay. a, better, a better way to phrase it. That's okay. less uh, CNN-y. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was just you guys reading copy? Like, if was, like there was no jokes, it was just you and Eliza. Hey, it's two really funny comics. Just we refusing to be funny. Like, yeah. What if it was just hey, we want to, we really want to shout out our gravitas. Yeah. 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 Well, that does sound like the type of thing I do to sabotage myself. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, cool. Well, thanks again for talking to us. All right. Yeah. Thanks All right, we're talking. shaking hands on the audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. Put the knife away. 
Keep it going for Will Welding, guys. Give it up for him. He is on my radar. <laughs> He's talking about homophobia, and like, I, I think it's interesting how like we feel like we have to understand people for 100 percent of who they are instead of being like, oh, they say that thing. Cool. That's the end of the conversation. Like, that's how we should just be. And like, that's one thing I run into a lot with being trans is people will be like trying to figure out all the stuff in my brain when like I don't have it all figured out. And I'm like, so. But I, I think the one thing we can think is I was talking about the heat earlier. Uh, if you don't understand the appeal of wearing a skirt in a city where we're literally running out of water because it's that hot, I think you're weird. <laughs> like, I don't know how in L.A. we're not all wearing sundresses all the time. Like, for at least, like, two-thirds of the year, right? Like, if you don't want to wear a sundress, oh, my God, dudes, you are missing out. It is awesome. <laughs> it, it's kind of like being naked, but you don't get arrested. <laughs> like, I'll go so far. If you're a guy and you don't want to wear a sundress, okay, that's your lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> But you should know that I am confused and bewildered by it, and I don't want you around my kids. <laughs> That's why like, the thing of me, the way to think of me is not like as a man wearing a dress or a skirt, which I think most of you don't anymore, which is cool. Um, but I, I, the way to think of me is as, as a lady who is overcoming the world's worst body issues. <laughs> like if I go shop my lady friends, they're like, "Hey, do these." pants make my ass look fat? And I'm like, no, your ass looks great. You should buy those pants. Hey, do these pants make my dick? <laughs> Still exist? I'm like, dude, damn it. They can't make my pants anymore. No, Stacy, don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me what I want. Tell me the truth. Do I still have a penis? I do. Damn it. All right. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm going to bring up your next comic. Uh, <laughs> awesome lady. I'm a big fan of hers. I haven't seen her in a long, long time. I'm excited to see her. You can check out her YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash JC. She has a whole series called Champagne Wishes. Is it Champagne Wishes? Champagne Problems. Champagne Problems. It's all about space. You guys give it up for JC Coakley. Come on. You guys. You guys, let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. The, the universe is expanding. Let's dive right in. Let's dive right in. Up until about six months ago, I thought space was us, those other eight planets. That was it. It's fucked me up pretty bad. My life is pretty bad now. A lot of people don't believe that that could have happened. How could that have happened? You went to school. Yes, I went to a Catholic school. Strong possibility. Sister Gertrude was like, space in the books, rip it out. Like, there's no way. I went through an entire lifetime of not knowing that it was expanding. And it's not only just expanding. It's like beyond expanding. It just keeps going and going and going. So I'm sorry if I can't read your status update. <laughs> I'm sorry if the Uber driver doesn't have the exact address that you're at and you have to walk a bit. I can't fucking maintain a normal lifestyle anymore. How are you guys doing it? How is anybody not walking around like, I need milk, but there's space who needs milk? It's fucked me up. Now I'm in, my whole life is in a completely different realm because I, you know everything I thought I cared about I don't actually care about it's not why I got my fucking fly ass bowl cut though although it's like a sweet <laughs> fly ass dope bowl cut 
But everything that I thought that mattered, comedy included, comedy included. I used to talk about everything in pop culture. Everything, I was not obsessed with it, but I just thought it was the right thing to do up until like six months ago. And then I began to realize that people were trying to get to space, live in space, dwell in space, pick rocks up from space. That's all I want to talk about. I've ruined not one, but three dinner parties. (laughs) Talking about only space. So let's dive in. Stephen Hawking's working with Yuri, this Russian billionaire, and our Facebook guy, Mark, and they're going to work on getting some kind of chip to fly everybody up there quicker. Because right now, I don't know if you're, you're in on what's going on in the rocket game. Uh, I don't know if you guys are hip to rockets, uh, but rockets are in right now, and... What's happening is we waste billions and billions of dollars designing these rockets, and then they explode, and then they fall into the ocean, and some local Caribbean man in Barbados is like, what is this space junk? Why don't the Americans send us this space? Take a picture, man. I'm always saying that because that's exactly what happened when I was in Barbados. And then he cut a coconut open for me, and I was like, you're fucking living the dream right now. So we're spending all this money, and they're gonna now they're gonna make this chip so it's smaller. So now it's just a chip, so it could shoot you right up, get up there, do what you got to do, and then you come back down. Easy fucking peasy. <laughs> Easy fucking peasy. Not that big of a deal anymore. So now I'm I'm saying that to you because the generation that is now is growing up knowing this. Like, growing up and reading about it. I think. I mean, I haven't been to all the Catholic schools. I'm sure they're still trying to just be like, nope, it's those eight planets. Keep walking, kids. <laughs> but this is going to fuck up religion. This is going to fuck up... If we land somewhere and we begin to colonize, which is a real thing, that's it for your fucking hopes and dreams on Earth. That's it for your hopes and dreams. Because your dreams, not in a bad way, they're expanding. You can have fucking doper dreams. Oh, you like Rihanna on Earth? Imagine fucking Rihanna in space. (laughs) Pandaripe. I don't know her songs. (laughs) Pandaripe. I can't fucking function. My boyfriend, we'll have sex. I'll talk about space. I talk about two things when we're having sex. Space and my eczema on my legs because I like to ruin every moment. I like to tell him where the new itch is because that <laughs> happens quite frequently. I got a new itch today. He's like, stop talking. <laughs> it's messed me up. And now, you know, I'm, I'm living this day-to-day life seeing uh, things in a different perspective. I'm not, you know, it's not that I'm not funny anymore. It's that what am I supposed to fucking talk about? <laughs> what do you want me? Oh, dating's crazy. Oh, man, my parents were mean. You b- alien parents are probably worse. <laughs> They're probably very worse because they have alien hands and they're smarter and their rockets work. This was how it was when we were figuring out the airplane. We weren't there, but when the Wright brothers were figuring out the airplane, everyone was like, you're crazy. You can't get up there. You crazy. And now we have people like fucking hashtagging them in like first class, like on my way to Europe. Which is what's going to happen when this space travel begins to happen because it's becoming commercial. There are people, it's not just for Lance Bass. Like, people are going to space. 
And it's going to become more real. And why I say that is not to be like, all right, everybody, fucking free for all, which is probably going to happen, and I can't wait because I've been boxing, which means I'm ready to fucking run from an apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, straight up, it is going to happen. And when it happens, like, do you want to be that person that's like, no way, space isn't real, and then you just die on this planet alone? Or do you want to be like, fuck yeah, I'll fucking go? We could start a UCB up in space. All we need are a couple of broke nerds. Get on up there. Do some comedy. And day-to-day life, obviously, is, you know, it's different. Like, I I see things differently now. I can't smoke pot as much as I used to because I hear too many fucking noises. I was, we were in the forest in Australia. My boyfriend and I, and I, we were like, let's go on a hike and, you know, I'm so fascinated by the earth now. I'm fascinated in a way that's, that's cool. Like, I used to see this place as, like, just a place for me to ship my dreams out. Like, for real. In a way where I was just like, I'm going to be a famous comic. Thoughts are there armed. <laughs> and now I see, like, oh, it's so much bigger than me. Like, when 26-year-olds are like, it's my birthday. I'm like, the planet's 13 fucking billion years old, you little 26-year-old son of a bitch. What are you talking about? You think I give any of the fucks that you've been born? And it's hard not to go around life being upset about it, but the real truth of the matter is is it's an upsetting thing. It's upsetting. We don't know what happens uh, before and after, so we have to go about our life. I'll tell you a story of how I'm attempting to go about my life here on Earth. I was in the Australian jungle, like we all go, to, sentence, and we were hiking and I was hungry and the hike was supposed to be one hour it was three hours and my boyfriend and I decided we would go to a waterfall and we'd have a romantic kiss because we've seen it in the movies it's cute it'd be a great photo I love waterfalls <laughs> so we get there and we hike one hour and it was a three hour hike so uh, I'm muddy and I'm a little bit more hungry and I slipped on a bunch of rocks. You ever want to not be attractive for a man? Fall down a bunch of fucking rocks. (laughs) Nothing beautiful about it. Just punani everywhere. (laughs) Sliding down rocks. We wadle to the waterfall. It's freezing cold. He like, he gives me a kiss, but it was more like a sympathy peck. And we, fl- we float back, and the water's cold, and I'm getting dressed, and I have fucking leech on my leg. Oh. And I flip the fuck out. Because <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for romantic waterfall, not summer camp. I didn't sign up for a fucking blood-sucking leech. So I flicked it off because I don't kill bugs anymore. I used to kill bugs when I was a kid. I used to see a bug. I used to fucking squish a bug. And I'd fucking be like, dead bug. And then I was like, that's just about my family. And I figured that shit out on my own. I don't kill bugs anymore because it's not about that. You can't kill every bug just because your mom didn't go to your Michael Jackson talent show. You figure that out on your own. So we start walking. I'm walking. I'm pissed. I'm so fucking mad. I can't believe I'm mad. I fucking hate Australia. I don't even like Australia. I like America better. America's way better. I don't even like waterfalls. Water sucks. I hope California burns. Fuck water. I hate, I hate this planet. I want to go somewhere. I love space. Space probably doesn't have leeches. And there's another leech on my hand. So I stop. I have uh, this moment of like, okay, you, ne- you need to check me. Boyfriend, who I've been dating for a- enough time, you need to check all of me. And he checks my entire body, 
inside my butthole for like an hour and a half, way longer than needed to be. And I was just down there like, I'm gonna fucking marry you. I'm gonna marry you. And he popped back up. And now he's seen the inside of my butthole and I have to wear, for sure, lingerie for at least a week or something to, for him to feel good. Even though I don't like lingerie because it hurts to get inside of it. It gives me a yeast infection. They probably don't have lingerie in space. I have to go, but honestly, it's fucking crazy out there. Keep it going for J.C. Copley, guys. Give it up for her. Awesome. We're about to wrap it up. We have one more comic for you guys, your headliner for the night. Uh, he's a very funny guy. He's on comic for you guys. Give it up for Joe Mandy. Come on. Joe, thanks for doing the show. My pleasure. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Of course. What are you, uh, what are you working on these days? I'm writing for an NBC situation comedy called Ooh. The Good Place. The Good Place? Yeah. What's, uh, can you give us more about it? Or is it still uh, under wraps? Is that Joe Mandy? No, thank you. It's it just is. a fan. Um... Uh, yeah, it's Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. All right. And uh, it's a fun about, Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, and UCB's own Darcy Carden. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, uh, I'm always excited to see Danson doing anything. Uh, I think he... Uh, he's good. He's great. Is he, uh, is he on uh, uh, Fargo Season 2 level, or is it something uh, different I, from him? I've only seen pi- the pilot, but I think he... Oh, he's, he surpasses uh, the Fargo Ted Danson. It's a pretty, uh, pretty bull endorsement, yeah, but I will have to much work for it. He's the best sitcom actor in history. Probably. I love him. Yeah, yeah that's what. Well, if, if, you know, not to keep talking about another show you haven't watched on this podcast, yeah. but Fargo season two is like. I've seen. Oh, was that the so, question? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were oh. saying. Um, <laughs> it's another fan. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's, it's actually weird that I'm like, I feel like I'm Chris Farley all of a sudden. Hey, did you watch, uh, <laughs> did you watch Fargo? I did watch Fargo. He was good it. on that. He, he yeah. was great. It was just weird to see him playing something. I've talked about Ted Danson for so long. Uh, seeing him play like totally against like his normal type, it was yeah. like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, yeah. but cool, congratulations. Thanks, when, do you yeah. know when that comes on? In the fall at some point. Okay. No 13 apps. Nice. Keep it going for Joe Manny, guys. Give it up for him and all the comics you saw on the show tonight. Rory Scovel, Andy Erickson, Roman F., J.C. Coakley, Will Weldon, and I am Riley Silverman, your host. You guys have been a lot of fun. Listen to the podcast online. Follow us there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well. I'm at Riley Silverman. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for coming out. you guys have a good time? Yeah. All right. Thank you guys very much. Come back soon. Thank you. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hey, this-
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.